DC United 2021 MLS season preview. I am Mike Riomi, your host, Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast. DC United last season, 21 points, 13th place in the Eastern Conference, a whopping minus 16 goal differential, a year to forget for the expansion, original expansion side, DC United, original member of MLS. Just throw it out the window. Ben Olsen is out. He's gone. Hernan Losada is in. We'll talk more about Hernan Losada and what he brings to DC United later on when we do coach reviews. Overall, what does DC United have in store this 2021 season? So in this episode, we're going to talk about off-season players in and players out, designated player review, MLS Cup odds, breakout youngsters, coach review, projected starting 11, most important player, talk a little bit about the first game on April 17th, and my predictions. So make sure you stay all the way through to the end of this video so you see my predictions on how I think the season's going to end up for DC United. So let's get started, guys. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on your notification bell as well so you don't miss any of our awesome American soccer content. And uh, hit that like button as well. Smash that like button if you're a DC United fan. And uh, let's get into it. So some of the players in, defender Jacob Green, a homegrown, homegrown player. Forward Adrian Perez through the re-entry draft. Goalkeeper John Kempen, a trade with the crew. Defender Michael DeShields, super draft pick. Kimarni Smith as well in the super draft. Brendan Hines-Ike, a loan from KV Cordrick. Johnny Bolivar from Deportiva La Guara, another forward loaned over. And a forward, Nigel Roberta, probably their biggest signing of the offseason, a transfer from Levski Sofia. Players out for DC. Muhammad Abu, Earl Edwards Jr., goalkeeper. O'Neill Fisher, Gelman Rivas, Axel Schoberg all had their options declined. Midfielder Ulysses Segura, a trade with Austin FC. And Paul Areola, a loan to Swansea, but he's coming back due to the injury issues. We'll talk a little bit more about that in the designated player review. And with the players in and the players out, for me, there's not a whole lot of movement of players in. I mean, yes, you bring in Giovanni Bolivar and Nigel Roberta. I think the only one of note is Nigel Roberta. Bolivar, we'll see what he can do from Deportiva La Guarriera. But uh, players out. Axel Schoberg, his option declined. Yes, he's getting up there in age, but a decent uh, decent defender in MLS. Uh, O'Neal Fisher, good standard player in MLS. Good time vet. Um Ulysses Segura traded with Austin FC and, of course, Paul Areola, but that's kind of not really a player out. So not a ton of movement for DC United. A lot of the same core that they had last season, and we'll see if that's going to be enough to make a difference this year under a new head coach. So let's talk a little bit about designated players. Edison Flores, a rough year last year, but chalk it up. Like I've said in all these other team previews, it was a COVID year last year. You had the start of the season. He transferred in from the uh, Liga MX and... It takes time to get used to the league. It takes time to get used to the travel in the USA. And um, then you have not only that, you've got the fact that it starts and then it stops. It starts, it stops. It's a phase one, a phase two, all this kind of stuff for me. Just throw out the year last season. Edison Flores, what can he do this season? Will he live up to that designated player status? Uh, that's the question. That's the most important question to me for the de uh, designated players 
for DC and for DC as a team. Um, the second designated player, Paul Ariola, loaned out to Swansea. He's now back after his thigh injury ended his season for Swansea. Big questions on how he's going to recover and how he'll play this season in MLS. Will he play in MLS? Will they end up moving him somewhere else? Questions abound around this. I believe they're going to keep him and uh, have him play here in MLS, and that will benefit DC. You hate to see it, though. A guy like Paul Ariola, who's done well for the USMNT lately, make the move over to the championship and then get injuries derail him. Uh, very similar to a Jordan Morris situation, and uh, that not not fun either at the same club, obviously. So uh, overall, two DPs are good. Edison Flores and Paul Ariola. they still have that third spot. What will they do with it? Uh, we'll see if they make any moves in the summer window. So let's talk about MLS Cup odds, plus 10,000. Tied for 25th, dead last with FC Cincinnati and Houston Dynamo. The odds makers out in Vegas have no faith in DC United this season. None whatsoever. Plus 10,000. Hey, at those kind of odds, I wouldn't mind throwing a few bucks on it just for fun because you never, ever know in MLS. The parody is there. Do I expect DC to win MLS Cup? Absolutely not. Could it happen? You know what? Pigs may fly one day. So you never know. Plus 10,000 odds, it's worth the shot. All right, so before we get into breakout youngsters, guys, check out that join button down below. We offer memberships now and help support the game of soccer and help support our podcast continue to grow the sport of soccer here in the United States. Join our team here, $1.99 a month for the starter level, $4.99 a month for the designated player level. You see the different uh, perks that we have listed here on the screen right now. Check it out. It's well worth it. You get those awesome badges. We do a lot of live content. And uh, in the chats, get your recognize, uh, get recognized with that, uh, with that special loyalty badge, as well as showing that you are a member highlighted in green in our live chats. Uh, so check it out and help grow the sport of soccer here in the U.S. Breakout youngsters. This part of the, the show, we always have to go over to Reddit because uh, being a national podcast, I can keep up with the starting 11, some of the depth pieces that are on the bench, but trying to know the kids that are coming up through the academy, good luck. Uh, Kevin Paredes and Moses Nyman, those are the two guys that uh, got the most love on Reddit. And uh, Kevin Paredes, 17-year-old, played last year in MLS's back tournament. Lots of talent, should get time this season uh, to break out and become more of a household name in MLS. And, you know, when I when I say breakout, that means that these guys are going to be known by the casual MLS fan. And uh, I think Kevin Paredes and Moses Nyman will get there. Moses, it, lots of possible Euro talk, recognized by the Guardian as one of the world's top rising prospects. So uh, when you're on that list, that bodes well. I expect to see Moses Nyman break out this season for DC United. And uh, those are the two breakout youngsters. Now, to the coach review. Hernan Losada, he'll become the youngest active head coach in MLS. Comes over from just a couple years worth of management experience in Belgium's top division. What will he bring to DC United? Is he ready to be a head coach, first of all, because he doesn't have a ton of experience? Second of all, being a coach that does not have any MLS experience, usually that does not bode well for guys coming into MLS. Um... 
There are some odd exceptions, like Tata Martino uh, for Atlanta United, but look at the team that he had in place behind him, and uh, Tato Martino had been around for quite a long time coaching, whereas Hernan Losada, being the youngest active head coach in MLS with only two years of experience, is not that. So we'll see how he turns out, uh, but the odds are stacked against him so far. Uh, but from the things that he's saying, the things that, uh, you know, some of the press conferences that I've seen from him, it looks like, Looks like uh, things may turn out okay for Hernan Losada and DC United. So projected starting 11 for DC. I see him coming out in a kind of a 4-3-3 formation. And uh, I've got obviously Bill Hamid in goal. Mora, Birnbaum, Brilliant, and Canals at the back. Felipe, Moreno, and Flores in the midfield. And then you've got Assad and Gressel on the wings. So they kind of will be, they'll be forwards listed in the 4-3-3. They also could come back to kind of like that 4-5-1, that fluidity there. Uh, so Assad and Gressel on the wings and Ola Kamara as your striker. Um, Assad and Gressel, those two wingers, they have really shined in MLS. Yamil Assad with Atlanta and DC. Julian Gressel has really shined with Atlanta United. Hasn't quite lived up to the expectations since coming over to D.C. United, but I think this year he will get back on track. Ola Kamara, good MLS vet striker uh, for D.C. United. So a solid 11. The questions then come after that. And and maybe a little bit of help along the back. Burnbaum and Brilliant. Brilliant, not really, in my opinion, shouldn't be a starting center back. Burnbaum, a good center back, but I think that uh, he's getting a little bit older and uh, could do a little bit better there. So I think the defense is the issue for D.C. this season and uh, the depth as well. So let's take it to the most important player. Now, the most important player, this is the guy that if if he does well, the team's going to do well. If he does not do good, the team is going to have a poor year. And for me, it's Edison Flores. What will he become? Will he become the guy that they signed him, that they signed as? Um, you know, the player from Liga MX that is going to come over and tear things up in MLS as a designated player, or is he going to play and, uh, and not, and not produce like he did last year? That's the question for DC. It's very important that he has a great season because if DC wants to get into the playoff picture, they're going to need their designated players to lead the way. And, uh, that to me is that puts him as the most important player. I would I would look at Paul Ariola, but with him and his injuries, you just don't know. Uh, so Edison Flores is the most important player for DC, in my opinion. Now, first game up on the schedule, April 17th versus New York City FC at Audi Field, the home opener against New York City, who is a very good team and always is in the regular season, not so much in the playoffs, but uh, New York City... They picked up a few signings as of late. They're looking a bit better than they were just a few weeks ago. Uh, New York City is going to be a tough challenge for D.C. in that first game. So a good, tough challenge there for D.C., but we'll see how it goes. Prediction time. Before we get to predictions, guys, hit that like button. Smash that subscribe button as well. Turn on your notification bell. And uh, how do I think D.C. United will fare this season? Uh, For me, I go with a ceiling and a floor. So ceiling, all goes well. Edison Flores has a great year. Paul Ariola stays healthy once he gets back. Hernan Losada's coaching is is wonderful. I see this team making the playoffs. Coming in at 7th place, barely getting into the playoffs. If all goes horribly, Paul Ariola can't come back. Edison Flores has the season he had last year. Hernan Losada's not doing very good. The defense falls apart. I see this team at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. 
last place wooden spoon type possibility. So it might not be a good year for DC, but hey, it's MLS. Anything can happen. Thanks for watching. I am Mike Guillaume, your host, Sons of a Pitch, an American Soccer Podcast. Can't wait for the season to get started. We will see you guys soon. Good luck to DC United, and uh, we'll talk to you all very, very soon. Colorado Rapids 2021 MLS season preview. I am Mike Guillaume, your host, Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast, bringing you the last but not least MLS season preview for 2021 Colorado Rapids. Last year, 28 points, fifth in the East due to points per game, plus four goal differential. And yes, only 28 points, but because of COVID, the league changed the rules for Colorado to let them into the playoffs with points per game. They lost at Minnesota in the first round of the playoffs, but they can build on that. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk about off-season ins and outs. We're going to talk about designated players, MLS Cup odds, breakout youngsters, coach review, projected starting 11, most important player. Talk a little bit about the first game coming up on April 17th. And lastly, make sure you stay all the way till the end for my predictions, how I think Colorado will fare in the 2021 season. Getting underway here... Guys, hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on your notification bell as well so you don't miss any of our awesome American soccer content. And uh, smash that like button. If you're a Rapids fan, if you're a soccer fan, MLS soccer fan, hit that like button down below. Players in for Colorado this year. Michael Barrios, a trade with FC Dallas. Philip Mayaka, a generation Adidas player. Oliver Laraz, homegrown. Darren Yappi, homegrown. Michael Edwards, and Yaya Turi, all homegrowns. Players out. Abdul Rabobijawi, option declined. Declan Wynn had his option declined, as well as Nikki Jackson. Not a lot of movement for the Rapids. A lot of homegrown signings, not a lot of players out. Uh, really consistently staying, staying the same, keeping the same team, and that can bode well for Colorado. Another year playing together under Robin Fraser, could be a good thing for this club. So designated player review, only one for the Rapids. Eunice Namley, two goals and four assists in 17 games last season. Uh, Eunice Namley is a hell of a player. Really liked what I saw from him last season in that chopped up crazy year of 2020. Uh, two DP spots though for Colorado. They should probably spend some money and get some more DPs. They do that, they could end up contending for one of the top spots in the Western Conference. Without that, I don't think so. I think they might be struggling to get into the playoffs just like they did last year. Uh, Eunice Manley is a good player. I'm sure they could get, find another two that are just as good, if not better, than Eunice Namley. Um, but it is what it is for now. Now, MLS Cup odds, plus 5,000, tied for 18th with CF Montreal and Nashville SC. Uh, I agree with them uh, being in the same range as Nashville SC. I do not agree with them being in the same range as CF Montreal because CF Montreal is trash, and um, they shouldn't even be close to that. They should be with Nashville in that middle there. Um, but plus 5,000 is the odd makers there in Vegas. Have a little bit of uh, faith in, in Colorado this season, but not a whole lot to win MLS Cup. Now, before we get to breakout youngsters, guys, check out that join button down below. 
We offer memberships now. Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast. Join our YouTube channel. You're going to get some awesome perks, as you can see in the graphics here. You've got a starter level for $1.99 a month, which is nothing. A buck ninety-nine a month? Come on. $4.99 a month for designated player level. You get some more perks on top of the starter level, like once a month live stream reactions only for members, designated player members, uh, and others. So check out that joint option and uh, continue to grow the sport of soccer here in the U.S. of A. Breakout youngsters. So this section of the video, uh, always have to get a little bit of help from Reddit because uh, being a national podcast like this, covering 27 teams, you can learn all about the starting 11, the players that are in the starting 11, some of the depth pieces, the bench pieces, but trying to keep an eye on all of these young players, these academy players, crazy. So uh, with that, I went over to Reddit, got some good help. Big shout out to Colorado Reds. Colorado Red on Rapids Reddit, uh, giving some great, great detail on uh, the young players for the Rapids. And the two that uh, I think are probably the best case scenario for a guy who's pretty much unheard of to going up in being a household name in to the casual MLS fan, Ole Laraz and Darren Yappy. Ole Laraz, first-year homegrown, looking pretty good in the preseason, um, getting a lot of praise from the veterans on the team for this young man. So uh, could see big things from Ole Laraz and then Darren Yappy, your backup center forward, which is going to get some minutes because that is a very weak spot of depth for the Rapids. Not a whole lot of help uh, at center forward there for Colorado once you get past Ru uh, Diego Rubin. So Diego Rubio. All right, so let's get to the coach review Robin Fraser, I love Robin Fraser, a hell of a coach, uh, has had so much MLS experience as a player, as an assistant coach, now as a head coach, and as a head coach with Chivas USA, uh, really the full package, huge hire by Colorado a couple of years ago, and uh, I really I really like Robin Fraser, and I think he's going to do big things for the Colorado Rapids, and I think if they spend some money uh, and pick up a couple more DPs, Robin Fraser could this could turn this team into an MLS Cup contender very very quickly. Uh, defender in his playing career, he's very very good defensive teams around when when he's coaching. Always have a very solid defensive squad, and I uh, really really like what I see from him, and expect big things from him going forward for the Rapids this year. Projected starting 11. 4-3-3 um, is the formation that I see Colorado going with. Goalkeeper William Yarborough in the defense. Vines, Trusty, Abavacher, and Rosenberry in the midfield. Bassett, Price, and Acosta. Up front, your wingers, Lewis and Namley, and then Rubio up top. So, uh, kind of, again, like almost every team in MLS now is playing in a 4-3-3 formation that is just fluid between the 4-3-3 and the 4-5-1. Um, big time emphasis on the wingers. And Jonathan Lewis and Eunice Namley are two good ones for the Rapids. So, a very strong 11 for Colorado once you get back behind them. It's a lot of young talent after that that is pretty unproven. So that's the one thing of question for this club is what does it look like after the starting 11? Uh, I really, really like Sam Vines. I uh, I like 
Kellen Acosta, Jonathan Lewis, uh, very good young American players, and uh, excited to see them continue to grow with Colorado and hopefully uh, be able to impact on the U.S. M&T side uh, in the future. Now, let's talk a little bit about the most important player. Uh, for me, there's no question. Being the only designated player, it has to be Eunice Namley. This, this, the most important player is really simple. If, they, if the, the guy does well, the team's going to do well. If the guy doesn't do, have a good season, the team's not going to have a good season. For me, it's Eunice Namley. He is the star player for Colorado. If he has a bad year... It's not going to bode well for the Rapids. If he does well, then you know what? Chances are good that the Rapids will end up making the playoffs and doing pretty well. So really just comes with the territory of being the only designated player. There's an extra air uh, that you have to live up to as a DP in MLS. And Eunice Namley is that guy being by himself for the Rapids. The weight of the team is on his shoulders. Now, first game, April 17th at FC Dallas, a very evenly matched game. Uh, so I, I expect this one to be a great game. Check out my picks and predictions video uh, to see how I think this one will fare out. But uh, really, at FC Dallas is a pretty good, uh, pretty good test for Colorado on the road. Always going to Dallas is a tough game, but Colorado should be able to handle it. So Excited for that one on April 17th. We're only, as of time of recording, it's April 8th, so we only have nine days left till the season opener. Can't wait to get this season started. Now it's time for predictions. The best part of the show. I give a ceiling and a floor. Before I do that, guys, hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on that notification bell as well so you don't miss any of our awesome American soccer content. And hey, if you're a Rapids fan, hit that like button. Let's drive this thing up in the search results so that more Rapids fans can see the preview just like you. Uh, ceiling, if all goes really well for the team. I mean, everything goes good. Robin Fraser is a great coach, up for coach of the year. The players are doing really well. I think the ceiling for this team is fifth in the West. I think getting an away game, the top of the West is so loaded with Portland, Seattle, uh, LAFC. It's going to be hard to get a home playoff game in the Western Conference with one designated player. So my thing is a ceiling is fifth for Colorado. Now for a floor, that would be tenth. I think if all goes bad and just doesn't work, I could see this team falling to the 10th position. Uh, so that pretty much does it here for our picks, our predictions. Uh, thanks for watching. I'm Mike Guillaume, your host, Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast. Good luck to the Rapids this season. They have a great base. They need to build on it, though. Will they? Will ownership put up? Will they put the money behind the club and get another DP or two? We will see. But good luck to your Rapids, and we'll see you on the next episode of Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast. This episode of Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast, brought to you by Nice Premium Iceland Pure Spring Water. Also by Donovan Food Brokerage, a sales and marketing firm focused on food service sales in the Midwest. And lastly, by Skira, Icelandic spring water available at your local 7-Eleven. FC Dallas 2021 MLS season preview. I am Michael Yomi, your host, Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast. 
Last season for FC Dallas, 34 points, good for sixth in the Western Conference, a plus four goal differential, and a big-time playoff victory at the Portland Timbers. An awesome shootout. What a shootout that was, and what a what a performance by Dallas in that playoff round against Portland. Could it bode well for this season? It might. Let's talk a little bit about offseason players in and players out, designated player reviews, MLS Cup odds, breakout youngsters, coach review, projected starting 11, most important player, first game. We're going to talk a little bit about that first game as well. Stay tuned all the way to the end for my predictions, a ceiling and a floor for how I think FC Dallas is going to fare this season in 2021. So let's get right underway. Make sure you guys hit that like button if you're an FC Dallas fan. Hit that subscribe button if you're an MLS fan. Turn on that notification bell so you don't miss any of our awesome American soccer content. Off-season players in and players out. Goalkeeper Felipe Mejoraro reacquired on loan from Gremio. Defender Jose Antonio Martinez from SDI Bar. Forward Jader O'Brien. Transfer from Rio, Rio Negra Aguias. Forward Khalil El Medcar. Homegrown rights acquired from Philadelphia Union. Forward Freddy Vargas, loan from Deportivo Lara. Midfielder Nicky Hernandez from the Superdraft. And just recently, winger Sabalks Shun from Budapest. 20-year-old winger from, uh, from Hungary. Looks promising. Some of the players out. Francis Atuene, Santiago Mosquera. Both with their options declined. Rito Ziegler out of contract. Callum Montgomery traded to Minnesota United. Fafa Pico traded to Houston Dynamo. Michael Barrios traded to Colorado. Brian Reynolds transferred to AS Roma. Brandon Cervania loan to SKN St. Poulton. And Justin Che loan to Bayern Munich. So uh, a player going to Bayern on a loan and a player going to AS Roma on a transfer Tells you all you need to know about FC Dallas and how they operate. Uh, some of the players in, obviously not big names. Don't know a whole lot about these guys. Um, looks like they're, you know, some some of the clubs they're coming from and the leagues they're coming from. They might do well here in MLS. Uh, some of the players out again, losing Michael Barrios in the trade to Colorado. Fafa Pico. Uh, these are some MLS vets going out the door uh, and a lot of youth on the team for Dallas. So. Again, that's what Dallas is. A youth team. They build them up in the academy. Probably the best academy in all of MLS. And then they ship them out overseas because they're making tons of money off that stuff. And uh, that's the way Dallas operates. Um, Let's talk a little bit about designated players. Brian Acosta and Frank O'Hara are the two DPs for FC Dallas. Now, Brian Acosta, two goals and three assists in two seasons. Yes, he is a defensive midfielder. He's not going to light the world up on fire, but... I think you need to see a little bit more out of Brian Acosta to keep that DP tag. Uh, Frank O'Hara, Liga MX experience with Pachuca, seven goals in 19 games last season. And uh, I really like Frank O'Hara. I think he is a big-time signing, will do extremely well for Dallas. Uh, A very good pickup for them last season, came in in the summer, and uh, I expect big things out of Frank O'Hara again this season. MLS Cup odds. Plus 3,300, tied for 16 with the Chicago Fire. Not great odds, not bad odds. So the bookmakers there, the odds makers in Vegas think middle of the pack for FC Dallas. I tend to agree. Uh, The young players that they have, 
like Tanner Tessman, um, you know, and so, some of the stalwarts on defense, Matt Hedges, Hollingshead, you know, these guys are really, really good. I do think they'll be somewhere around that middle of the pack. MLS Cup contender, not quite yet. I think we need a few more pieces. Um, now, breakout youngsters. Before we get to breakout youngsters, guys, check out that join option down below. We offer two options help support the game of soccer here in the United States of America and the conversation of it through uh, Sons of a Pitch Soccer Podcast. We offer $1.99 for starter level, $4.99 for designated player level. You see the perks down there. It's well worth it. And you help support the growth of soccer here in the U.S. of A. So check that out and uh, join today. Breakout youngsters, this part of the show, again, you always kind of have to go to Reddit. Being a national podcast, able to stay up on the starting 11s and the uh, the depth pieces, the bench players, some of them. But when you're talking about these young kids coming up through the academy, it's hard to know exactly from every single team. Now, Dallas, their academy is so good, I know a few of these players. But um, went over to Reddit, got some good information from those guys there on Reddit. The two breakout youngsters I'm going with, Jesus Ferreira and Ricardo Pepe. Jesus Ferreira already has USMNT caps, uh, played well for them in the U.S. Olympic qualifying under-23 squad. Ricardo Pepe came up from North Texas SC, tearing up USL League One, did well last season with the big club on a few occasions. I expect even more from Pepe this year. Uh, I really, I'm really, really high on that kid. I think he's going to do big things for FC Dallas. Now, let's talk about the coach, Luchi Gonzalez. Wonderful, amazing at developing talent. No doubt about that. But can he win? That's the question. So, yes, he got the playoff victory, made the playoffs last year, got the one playoff victory. Uh, Luchi was a academy coach for Dallas before getting the head coaching role. I think he can win, but I just don't know. I don't know if he can take this team to be a contender for MLS Cup when you're selling off all of the young talent that's coming up, like a Brian Reynolds. Obviously, you're not going to hold these guys back. MLS is not the league for that. It's not you're you know MLS is not the uh, you know the English Premier League where it's the best league in the world and you're going to keep all of your best young talent. Understand that, but. The way Dallas operates and Luchi Gonzalez brings up all this great talent, great at developing it, but can he win? That's the main question for Dallas. So projected starting 11, I see him coming out in a 4-3-3 formation, Maurer in goal, Nelson, Martinez, Hedges, and Hollingshead at the back, Acosta, Tessman, and Ricarte in the midfield, Pomichol, O'Brien, and Hara as the three forwards, the wingers in the forward there, and... Uh, it's a solid 11. The defense is solid. The goalkeeping is okay with Maurer. I think we could do an upgrade there, uh, which there might be with uh, Felipe Medjilaro reacquired on loan from Gremio down in Brazil. Uh, overall, a good, a solid starting 11. Is it an MLS Cup starting 11? No, it's not. Uh, is it a playoff starting 11? Possibly. Most important player this is the guy who the team is really going to ride on this. If he has a good season, the team's going to have a good year. If he doesn't have a good year and has a horrible year, the team's probably not going to do so good either. For me, that player is Franco Hara. He has to have a big season. Score 15 to 20 goals for this team to be successful and be a, a playoff team, a solid playoff team. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I think he can do it. 
I liked what I saw last season in that short sample size, but he's the most important player, in my opinion, for FC Dallas. Now, the first game, April 17th, hosting the Colorado Rapids, a very a decent opponent for FC Dallas, very evenly matched, uh, going up against Robin Fraser and the Rapids. Uh, check out my picks and predictions video for how I think this game will go, but uh, I think it's a good first game, an even game on paper, and we'll see. But uh, check out picks and predictions for my my thoughts on that game there. Now, let's get into our predictions. Before we do that, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button as well. Now, predictions, a ceiling and a floor. A ceiling, if all goes well, this is what I think will happen. If all goes bad, that's the floor. Ceiling for me, if everything works out well, Hara scores 15 to 20 goals. They don't sell off Tanner Testman or Paxton Pomichol. Um, in the middle of the season, I see this game, this team being a fifth seeded team getting an away playoff game, but solidly in that playoff picture in a crowded Western Conference. As far as a floor, if everything kind of goes rough for uh, for the team and uh, and there's injuries and all that bad stuff, then I could see the floor being tenth. I see this team right around that, hovering around that playoff spot all season long. And if things go really well, playoffs for sure. If things don't go so hot, they'll miss. But that's kind of see where I where I see this team hovering around. So there you have it. There's my predictions. Thanks for watching. My name is Mike Uyomi, your host, Sons of a Pitch and American Soccer Podcast. Good luck to FC Dallas this season. It should be a fun one. A lot of great young talent on the team to watch. Really excited to watch Paxton Pomichol continue to grow. Tanner Tessman as well. Uh should be fun. Good luck, FC Dallas. We'll see you guys real soon. Make sure you join us for our next episode of Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast. Have a good one.